Please pray with me. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Please be seated. You may have picked up on a theme that's been running through the Old Testament readings uh, at Mass this year during Lent. The theme of covenant. We began with the covenant God made with creation after the flood, when he sent the rainbow, when he set it in the sky. He promised never again to destroy the earth in that way. The following week we read about the covenant that God made with Abraham to be his God and to make of him a great nation. Next, we read about the covenant God made with the nation of Israel in choosing them as his own, as rescuing them from slavery and and giving them the law, the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai. And finally, last week, we read about the grumbling and rebellion of God's covenant people in the wilderness. We read about how God sent serpents among them to destroy them when they rebelled. We read about how God showed them mercy when they repented and provided them with a means of healing and deliverance from death. Over and over again, we see God's desire to be in relationship with his people. The terms of that relationship uh, and the obedience the consequence uh, for rebellion. This is the story of the Old Testament or the Old Covenant. It is a story of God's desire to make human beings his partners, uh, his faithfulness to his people and their rebellion. The creator... um, chose a specific people. He poured into them his uh, desire to, uh, to be their spouse, to be their husband. And the center of that old covenant was the law. Uh, by receiving, hearing, and obeying the law of God, we are bound in a covenant relationship to him. God has bound himself to us on the basis of his grace and mercy. He has made us in his image, and he expects us to represent him rightly in the world. He reveals his will in order that we can do that, in order that we can reveal who he is to the world. The problem is that we failed to keep that covenant relationship pure and healthy. Um, Although we know the good, we're often powerless to choose the good. God's people failed to keep covenant with him. They were faithless. Um, Yet our faithlessness does not annul the faithfulness of God. In our Old Testament reading today, the prophet Jeremiah foretells of a new covenant that God will make with 
his people. Here we have a prophecy of what we as Christians refer to as the New Testament. Um, It will not be like the old covenant I made with your ancestors, God says, which you broke, though I was your husband. And right there we have a vivid image of what it means to be in covenant with God. It is like a marriage, the closest of bonds, the most intimate of partnerships. As everyone knows, it takes real effort to make a marriage work. It requires lots of forgiveness and sacrifice. Most importantly, however, if a marriage is to flourish, there must be mutual love, affection for one another. A marriage cannot work unless both partners have that heart commitment, a love for one another, a desire to stay together and weather the inevitable storms and challenges. We all know that a marriage is so much more than a formal legal contract. It is certainly that, of course. Um, The promises are public. They're legally binding. It's all set down in writing. It's signed by each partner and and the witnesses. Um, But that which binds two lovers together is more than a piece of paper. We understand that. Um, Their commitment needs to be more than uh, external, not just written on paper or even in stone, but in the heart. That inner commitment of the heart is what makes all the difference between the old covenant and the new covenant. Another prophet Ezekiel said that in the new covenant, God would exchange in us a heart of stone for a heart of flesh. That is what God's looking for in us, his bride, his covenant partner. Not a stony, unfeeling, unfaithful heart, but a heart of real love and devotion. The law, or the old covenant, was powerless in itself to bring that about. Why? Well, because it was merely external. It laid out the terms, but it, it gave no power, no energy to obey, to fulfill those terms. It is like that piece of paper, the marriage contract. It binds together in a legal external sense, it makes us responsible for the commitment it represents, but it cannot generate that commitment in itself. That must come from the heart, from inside. Um, And here is what God has done to remedy that situation. He himself has come in the flesh, as the mediator of a new covenant, Jesus Christ. The eternal Son of the Father became God's obedient human covenant partner. 
our representative, our head of a new covenant community. He offers the real heartfelt love and obedience from the inside that God requires. What we were powerless to do from the hardness of our hearts, from our sin, Jesus is able to do on our behalf as both God and man. Finally, the faithfulness of God, his covenant love, is mirrored from the human side with perfect devotion by Jesus Christ, the mediator of a new covenant. God performs himself from the inside of our human nature, the righteousness that he requires. And in doing so, he blazes a trail for us to walk in. He makes the way. Because he has shewn out the path, we can follow after him. He's introduced something new to human nature. He's brought down a power from above, a life beyond our weak and fragile human nature. He's given us another helper, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Holy Trinity, to live inside of us. He has opened the windows that were shut fast by our sin and rebellion, and he's let the vivifying winds of God blow through, sweep through, to enliven us, to stir us up to a true and heartfelt devotion. Christ has done more than to set an example for us. Do you see how that would merely be a repeat of the law? If he merely set an example, um, set a standard that would be impossible for us to follow on our own, he didn't just live the perfect life and say, now you do as I do. That would really just throw us back on our own effort. It's easier said than done. That would be setting us up for failure. But he himself has performed our obedience. More than that, he has come to live his life within us, from the inside, through the power of the Spirit. So that the things that we do in imitation of him, walking in his way, are performed not by the power of the flesh, by our natural human nature, but by the Spirit of God which resides within us. If the heart of the old covenant was the law, the heart of the new covenant is the spirit. The work of this new covenant is faith in Christ, a dependence, a reliance, and a trust on the work that he has performed on our behalf. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.